what's going on, y'all? Mine is all to see, otherwise known as Luke. Uh, so this is another uh, analysis from a, of a clip from the uh, bootleg Kev interview uh, with Burner. Big shouts out to both of them. Definitely a really, really dope interview. Okay, so this in this you know uh, clip, he's going to talk about his licensing model, his business model in general. Let's break it down. Let's analyze it. I think there's definitely some value here. Um, uh, especially for people that maybe aren't as familiar with the exact uh, cookies expansion model. Yeah, because for people who don't know, like not all cookie stores are the same, right? It's not like like you have to partner with, with people in different... Okay, really quick too, I want to say cookies is kind of like a collective of like 50 companies. Okay, so there's a lot of different groups, there's different factions, but different companies, and they'll explain why. But Very strategic, unique model. Mm -hmm. I said like this, look, and going back to raising money, the reason why we turned down that, that 800 mil back in the days, well, it was mostly stock. There was a good upfront, don't get me wrong, there was a lot of cash, but most of it was stock. But I decided to raise small, right? I raised 20 million bucks and I'm still working off that same $20 million from that interview. And we stretched it and turned this shit into a fucking empire. Wow. Because we decided instead of going out and buying assets and building from the ground, that would take too long. Life's short. Take a lot let's of money. Go, let's go ident and take a lot of money, which means a lot of dilution. Mm -hmm. That's why my net worth is high because I kept my equity, right? Mm. So what we did decide, decide to do was let's go around the world, let's go around the country and find the operators that are killing it right now, right? With their stores that they have going right now or with their grows they have going okay so what is he referring to in terms of like you know life's too short he doesn't want to buy a bunch of assets what, what is this on so he's doing a licensing model so it's a lean model it's a typically these you know a lot of a lot of a lot of times licensing models are very profitable right um extremely profitable because if you build up ip which is pretty much this is what it is with cookies you know the value really is the IP, the brand equity, uh, the brand perception, right? The stuff that, you know, the true, like if you ever, if you ever invest in a cannabis company or if you ever are, you know, going to get potentially some equity in a cannabis company, typically a lot of cannabis companies, they'll structure their business where they have it compartmentalized different parts of it. So like, for example, one business will own the land, the assets, one company, you know, will own uh, the license, right? The the cultivation license or, you know, whatever it may be for the camera stuff. And then one company, and this is the most important one. This is the one you should always get equity in, is the holder of the trademark, like the IP, the intellectual property, the stuff that you then license out. These are SOPs. These are trademarks, um, you know, the brand. That's really what the brand is. So, you know, if somebody goes, oh, you know, you're going to have a part of this license. Not really a smart idea. You want to be building brand, looking long-term because that's really where uh, you're going to build true value. Okay. You got to look at a license more so as a tool. Now you can make money off license. But that's, you know, that's a different thing, but he's talking about the lean licensing model where he goes around, finds the best of the best partners up with them, licenses out his IP, the cookies IP, the SOPs, the genetics, uh, and that's kind of a, the genetics are a little bit separate, but SOPs and, and the brand. So at a separate group, 
is taking on the cost um, and is helping build his brand in the, in the long term. Right now, they're going to be making a lot of bread initially. So something that I, you know, I, I when I, I think I was talking to uh, Bruce Linton, he's the former CEO of Canopy Growth, and he's in, he was involved with Gage um, uh, Gage Cannabis Group in Michigan, and they did a licensing deal. Right, this is one of the licensing partners with Cookies. And what I believe in the interview, I got to go back. This is episode like number eleven of the Frame of Flower podcast. By the way, check out the Frame of Flower podcast. That's my podcast. Link is down below if you want to check it out. But I, be- I remember him saying because uh, I asked him specifically about cookies, and, and, and he goes, "You know, cookies is smart. They don't. Uh, for the most part, I've heard. You know, I've heard from other licensee holders too that or license like partners, people that partnered with cookies that for the most part they're really like cookies is really fair. They they let them make a ton of bread." Um, but this is them playing the long-term game where they're having a separate company, a separate entity taking on the cost, overseeing the day-to-day activities in that state while still having their, ban- their brand be built out into, in, in that new state. So I think it's a great trade-off when the company that licenses with, with like the, the, the partner company um, that, you know, that's in the state that's, you know, doing really well. And then cookies, you know, approaches them like, Hey, do you want to do a licensing deal or however that works um, or whoever approaches who I think initially it's, you know, they can make a lot of bread, especially if they're not, you know uh, you know, if they need the money, right. That, that's definitely is, but long-term you're inherently just building another person's brand, another company's brand for them. Like I said, there's 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 definitely trade-offs to it. There's definitely you know um, there's a lot of benefits to you know being partnered with cookies, right? You first of all, you know you probably meet a lot of you know networking-wise, probably opens up, but also you get a good amount of cash potentially um, that then you can you know I recommend to any partner, and I'm not just saying partnerships with you know specifically partnerships with uh, or people that do licensing deals with cookies. But for anybody, really, uh, if you are on the uh, licensing side of things or the one that is you know, going to be running the brand for you know, the actual parent company, I recommend that you use that as a time period to stack cash. And, but at the end of the day, leverage what you can into your own because that's long-term, without a doubt, the smarter move. Um, and you know, I've there's I I don't want to go into specific companies or name, you know, but there's definitely some examples of people that have done. Them, I think that have used these partners like use these cookies, the cookies um, partnerships to their advantage, and some maybe that haven't as much. Now, uh, yeah. So like I said, definitely when we talk about the people that are you know the ones that are taking on you know they're going to be overseeing to have the licensing deal with cookies. Make sure you make the most of it and know that not really a long-term solution. Now, now who knows? I mean, and we're actually, he's going to, he's going to talk a little bit about that here uh, in this clip. Uh, so hold on to that actually for a sec, but I also want to talk about the lean model that he's talking about, right? This allows him to expand rapidly. Okay. So this, this allows cookies to expand very fast. Um, you know, like he says, like he said, the fact that, you know, if he doesn't have to go out and buy all these assets, Cookie doesn't have to go out and buy all these assets in these different states, because what would that take? Well, that, that would take a bunch of, you know, bunch of uh, investment, meaning he's losing 
ownership or he's losing potential, you know, diluting uh, his ownership, his equity. Uh, also just, you know, making it more spread out, you know, less centralized in terms of ownership, but that's, that's different, but what he's doing, you know, so, so he can expand rapidly and, and he's taking on very little costs. If you want to make a bunch of money, now this is a so once you build the ip once you build the brand this licensing model or something like it is extremely effective okay because it's very the actual company of cookies you don't have a ton of employees or not you know necessarily uh right because the you know uh licensee uh you know they're the ones that are hiring people you know paying people right they're, they're the ones taking care of all of that so your inner, your actual parent, your inner core company, like the actual company of cookies, I, I don't think there's that many employees there. I mean, who knows? I, like I said, I don't know the exact, you know, exact state of it, but if they were to keep it fully vertical and they were to be in all these different states, you know, they then would be, you know, they'd be employing like thousands of people. Like that's, you know, that's a huge burden. And so they're pretty much delegating, right? The uh, responsibility, you know, like the duties to, sell the cookies brand in that state right now i want to talk about there's kind of two things so when you look at so i did so the high design documentaries right the first one i did was on burner the second one i did was on jungle boys ivan so these two are so interesting because there's really their models are you know different right there's jungle boys is fully verticalized okay they they control it all so now and now burner lean you know, fast expansion, much more agile in terms of, you know, moving quicker. But there is, you know, like, and there's also, you know, there's pros and cons to both things, both sides, but both models. But with Burner, right, if you're trusting, or with Cookies, if you're trusting uh, outside company, another company to oversee your brand, uh, meaning the quality control has to be, you know, there's, there's inherently going to be inconsistencies the quality control is not going to be consistent across the board, right? You know, that's just, you know, that's what's going to happen. Now, you know, so with the vertical system on the Jungle Boy side, right, they control it all. So they're going to inherently keep, for the most part, the exact same quality control, even if they move into a new state. And that's why this whole Florida, uh, you know, uh, the movement into Florida where Cookies and Jungle Boys are both moving into Florida at the same time, but they also are operating different you know, business models, like I said, one's vertical, one's licensing, you know, the vertical model is going to help the jungle boys quite a bit in Florida right now. Like I said, though, the vertical model is going to slow you down, right? The jungle boys are the, the first new state that they're moving into because they've always been in California. This is the first new state they're moving into is Cal is Florida cookies. It's in 12 or 14, or I don't even know how many states at this point, a ton of states. It's because the licensing model, Right. So there's pros and cons to both sides. I, I think that long term will be super interesting to see which one kind of wins out. I don't not, not to say like they're going to both do very, very well. That's not the you know not to say like one wins or loses, but which one is more effective. Now, I kind of go back and forth. I think there's pros and cons to both sides. And I think that um, it'll just be super interesting to see which um, which model is really the most efficient now, like, cause, and really when we talk about the dangers that cookies can run into, which I don't think they're going to run into because they re like, you really got to drop the ball on this if this happens, but I don't think that they're going to let this happen. It's they're you know, they're, they're pretty far ahead too of pretty much most companies when it comes to true brand equity and expansion and all that. But 
the downfall for cookies could be right. And I'm just trying to just trying to you know explain this to the audience. You know, be theoretical here. Uh, just to explain it. I'm not trying to you know diss cookies or anything like that. This is just an analysis. But the downfall for cookies potentially is that there's they, that the quality control drops so much that it actually hurts the IP, the brand, right? Long term, right? People saw you know. I don't think that's going to happen whatsoever, in my opinion. The more I, I, I used to kind of maybe think that a little bit, but yes, there will be times where certain stores or you know in certain you know states are maybe not putting out the best product or it's inconsistent with the product in this other state. But I just don't, I don't think it's going to be, it's going to do that much harm to the point where it's going to necessarily affect their their brand. Now I could be wrong. Who knows? Now with the Jungle Boy side, right? They're going to keep fire. They're going to keep because they're because they're keeping the same people. It's all under one company, right? You know, they're moving into Florida. They're going to be there growing under their SOPs with their people, with their training, with their uh, watchful eye under their, you know, uh, and guidance, right? So, but there are downfalls to that, right? They're going slower. And also, if we look to the future of federal legalization, right? And I'm gonna have uh, Jim Rice on. He's a, uh, a you know a, an OG veteran from the alcohol industry. He's gonna he's gonna come back on the podcast. He's gonna explain this whole thing. But once we get to real federal legalization, that could happen in 10, 15. It could it could happen seven to 15 years. It, you know, it really depends. But once we get to that, the federal government's gonna come in and actually probably break up vertical vertical systems, right? Vertical uh, integration. Because if you look at alcohol, there's a lot of you know things that point to that. Um, you're not allowed to own retail and the, produ- the produ- uh, producer processor side. You have to either be on one or the other. Now, this is a benefit for burner and cookies because they're more flexible. They're going to be able to potentially adapt a little easier, in my opinion. So there's pros and cons of both sides. Like, but you know, the thing about cookie, you know, the thing about Jungle Boys, they're going to be putting out consistent fire, and they're going to, you know, always, you know, they're going to know that because they're the ones overseeing it. So there's pros and cons to both sides. I think it's very fascinating to see these two models go head to head. Also, I think it's interesting with Burner and Ivan and you know all that. But um, you know, there's no right answer necessarily. I think you know history, time will only tell what which one is the most efficient. And, and like I said, at this point, you know, I think most people know you know cookies is as one you know is, is run away with the race, right? There's, uh, like I said, they'd have to do they'd have to you know. It's like the equivalent of a running back, you know, ahead of the uh, defense by 25 yards and them fumbling the ball. Like that's how big of a fuck up that would have to make to not, you know, score the touchdown. Let's go into this uh, little, I hope that was added value to anybody. I thought that was uh, somewhat well explained, but let's, let's finish this up and uh, we'll head out of here. Right now, let's do a partnership with them. That's very rich in their favor for right now, right? They mm-hmm. keep the majority of the money coming in right now. But we get a roll-up option on their stores. We get a purchaser store in the future, right? We get a small. Okay, so this is really fascinating to me. So they get a roll-up option. They get a, they get an option to buy eventually, right? Which very favorable to cookies. But it also, like I said, it keeps them. It, it allows them to be a lot more maneuverable. Because let's say they go into federal legalization and they're not allowed to buy the 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 uh, uh, the retail. Well, that's okay. But let's say you know that whole scenario of them splitting up vertical uh the vertical system doesn't come into play well then they're going to be able to buy it in the long term and they're going to be able to become a vertical so like i said in terms of flexibility and maneuverability 
there's a lot more options for the cookie side. Um, now, and there's also, like I said, there's also a bunch of nuances and complexities with the vertical side too, because there's also like, it's not necessarily, anyway, I don't want to go, I don't want to make this too complicated, but um, yeah. So like, I just want to highlight that. All rip on percent and we get to have creative control of their operations. So you empower a great grower in New Jersey. You give them their exit plan. You give them, you give, exactly, you provide them with exit plan, but you empower their knowledge and their skills. I would rather work with a bunch of talented people than have to build everything. For, it would take too long. Yeah, it takes, it, it's, it's a lot. So our business model was find incredible operators from here to wherever we're going, empower them, give them our genetics, give them our SOPs, make sure we have a great team on the ground to oversee the operation and build, right? And it's worked fucking incredible. It's for people who don't, and like I said a little earlier, I would recommend, and I've, there's examples out there, I'm not going to point to them, but there's some examples out there of people that have really utilized that, you know, the growers that were, you know, that were, you know, on the, you know, the other side that were licensing cookies that have really utilized cookies to like, they've leveraged that into their own stuff long-term. And I definitely obviously would recommend if, you know, uh, for other licensees to be doing that too. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, let's, let's keep going. No, no, it's, it's, it's similar for, for people who aren't really into, into the weed game. Would you say it's similar to kind of like a franchise model? Nah. It's okay. So why he said no to the franchise models, franchise models are actually illegal in cannabis for the most part. Right. And what a franchise model is guys, uh, is you are literally dictating to every single, like you're, you're dictating uh you know how much you know a franchise model versus kind of a looser licensing model right licensing the ip the franchising model they're by like in a, in a contract forces them to abide by certain rule standards now there's kind of a unofficial way for cookies and i don't know if that's the best way to explain it but there's a way for cookies to have their own team to kind of oversee the quality you know to make sure that they're not fucking up the brand like the, the 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 partner you know licensee um but a franchise model you have a lot more control that's just to kind of simplify it franchise models a lot more control uh like think about you know mcdonald's all you know they're, they're gonna you know tell you what you're gonna buy what you're gonna you know all this stuff right how you're gonna do this this th they have a lot more control a looser licensing ip model kind of with the sops and the genetics um doesn't necessarily give them that complete control but this but at the same time they like the the partner company doesn't want to piss off cookies or, you know, event, you know, I would assume. So I don't know. They're, I'm sure they've run into a, a variety of different situations, um, whether they're positive or negative. But um, that's why you said, though, when the franchise, the word franchise is a kind of a dirty word right now. in cannabis, it's not a dirty word. It's just it's technically illegal. Right. Uh, they don't allow that. So that's why he instantly said. Nope, not a franchise, but it is a franchise kind of. It's different. It's like a. But you guys get to curate who gets that exclusive cherry pick like i'll go to i'll go to massachusetts for example you're not going to just let anyone nah, get the cookies brand nah, it would be over it's quality control you involved go to, you go to a market and you find the best so there is that too so Fran, i guess i don't i actually i might be i don't know if franchises you have to sell to anybody you have to allow anybody to get you know into it i don't know i just know that a lot of states for the most part just franchise models with cannabis is it's it's not it's not legal really for the most part and now correct me down below in the comments for all my uh you know 
all the experts down there. I would love to hear from you if anybody knows if I'm wrong or not. Definitely check me down in the comments. Um, let's finish this up. Cultivator, the best operator. And you go look at all of them and what they're doing before they even think about partnering with you. And you, you cherry pick the best and you form a partnership with them. You pick who's going to do it. So it's it's almost like a franchise idea, but totally different. Except for you guys get to pick because you're not going to jeopardize I cannot. the brand. Because no, when we think of cookies, we think of uh, the, the best weed in the world. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's really cool. So it's kind of like a franchise, but way different because no one could just come to us and say, hey, we got 100 grand. Let's let us get open. Nah, there's that, too. And then there's also like if they were to do a franchise model, like cookies would have ton more control over certain aspects of the business but like i said for the most part that's what it is i also want to highlight one thing too before this is by the way this clip right here extremely educational i think there's a lot of value here uh, i hope i you know walk you know uh analyze that you know to your guys liking or added value to you guys but um i do want to highlight another thing too what cookies also does they use the clones right so they use their genetics they use so what they'll do is they'll send a bunch of clones to, you know, a company. Now this is more so for uh, like, you know, the, the growers, right? They'll send a bunch of clones to growers and they have to use those clones. And then what they'll do, and it, it varies from state to state, I think, but the clones make it so that the growers have to sell, you know, let's say, so let, let's say that there's a cultivate, you know, let's say that cookies owns, let's just, just for example, cookies owns a retail uh, facility. And there's, let's say, then there's an, let's say there's like three cookies. Let's say there's two cookie stores in a state. One is owned by cookies or, you know, for the most part, right. Or it's owned by another licensee, but let's just to simplify it, say it's owned by cookies. And then the other one is the licensee partner that owns the other, that, that runs the other cookie store. Now let's say that that store though, they are the growers, right? They do all the growing and, and the store that's owned by cookies doesn't do any of the growing. So the, clones that they that cookie sends right it allow it a lot of times what they'll do is they'll set up contracts where uh those like they're forced to take the clones not, and i'm not saying this is a bad or bad or good thing it's really i'm just trying to kind of explain this but they'll take the you know they'll them you know taking all the clones right and then they'll be you know contractually obligated to sell back to cookies at a set price a pound like you know 1600 a pound of indoor let's just say Maybe I'm on the money. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. But that's that's another mechanism of, of kind of how they can, can control stuff. Anyways, I don't want to get too complicated with, complicated with it. I hope I didn't lose any of y'all. Um, would love your guys' opinion, though, down below. Am I wrong? Am I right? Uh, am I on am I my shit or am I a fucking idiot? Could be either way. But I'd love to hear about what you think about that down below in the comments. Please hit the like button. Share. Shout out to Burner. Shout out to uh bootleg kev this was definitely a great interview uh, we might do one more analysis clip uh, but might not i'm not sure but really appreciate y'all go follow me on the socials go check out my podcast links are down below anyways really appreciate y'all y'all stay frosty mm -hmm.